as the mavity With Rowena Way and Stop texting the queens. We're recording live, so we're not going to message you back. <laughs> What's the maple tea? What's the maple tea? What's the maple <laughs> I'm just being silly today. Um, Hello. I can see that uh, you are beautiful in your headscarf and reflective sunglasses today. Aren't I just stunning? And I got my stunning. my dinner, my dinner in a glass right now. Are so you celebrating today's this- snowfall? <laughs> yes. As a garter, I'm like, yeah, it's snowing. Isn't that great? <laughs> So we're here on a special day. You're Tiffany Morgan. I am Rowena Way. And we are here on a special day for What's the Maple Tea? Exactly. On April 1st, this is not a fool's. There's there's no fools here. Well, we're the fools. You and I. (laughs) Well, yeah, basically, yes. (laughs) So you're listening to or watching What's the Maple Tea. I am eating. So if I sound muffled, I'm being very rude. But I just got back from my very last gym session before the lockdown, so. Yes, let's let's raise a glass. Let's raise a glass. I'm sure you got something in there. Let's raise mm-hmm. a glass to lockdown 3.0. Welcome, Ontario. There we go. Welcome. Mm. Just on the Easter long weekend. So I'd like to take this opportunity to announce all of the events I was about to announce this weekend and say <laughs> that they're canceled. <laughs> Everything's canceled. Everything. Everything's canceled. <laughs> Cancel culture 3.0. <laughs> oh, what's this? What, what do we get here? Oh, there we go. Love the ears. Yes, I have sequined bunny ears on tonight. Last week, I just had glossy bunny ears. So I'm and upping nothing, my game. And nothing else. Nothing else was last week. This week, I am wearing clothes. Yes. It's much less interesting to watch. I'm so sorry. Uh, so you do you do so many different jobs out there. I just want to take this moment and be like, you are like a a trainer or something. You do something healthy. Yeah, I am a I am a certified personal trainer and a fitness instructor. Um, I am also, a, you know, day job worker and uh, then also a drag queen. So. You know, lots of fun stuff going on in this uh, in this house. Yeah, well, I, that's what you kind of have to do, right? As a drag queen in Kingston, Ontario, you kind of have to have the day job. You got to have the day job so. because you're not making the career off of drag. No. I just did my taxes. I know that I'm not making a living off of drag. <laughs> Wait, you claimed it? <laughs> I did. I did. I claimed my drag on my taxes. Hear that, CRA? Yay, that's great. I oh, claim you claim drag. Oh, as in like a, a deduction you mean? 
Well, as in like, I am a small business and I claim my income and my profits and I am a good law abiding citizen this year. Yeah, there we go. This year. (laughs) Well, it's funny that you should mention that because my square little insert to my phone so I can take credit card payments has arrived. Oh, that's very exciting. Tiffany Morgan will now be accepting credit cards at (laughs) T-Show. She will not be accepting tips by credit card, though. So you'll have to just do that the normal way in the bathroom stall. Exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm like, I'll just take my little carbon carbon copier. There we go. Thank you for your, thank you for your services. Yes, uh, we have a comment here. Happy Easter. That is the reason that I am wearing Easter bunny ears. It is Easter, Easter if you celebrate that. So happy Easter. Eat a lot of chocolate. I bought a whole bunch of chocolate for, uh, for a bingo I was supposed to be running next week. And, uh, that bingo's canceled, so if anyone needs chocolate, let me know, because I can't eat it all. Not I in do. The I need chocolate. You need, need chocolate? chocolate? Okay. Especially the Easter Bunny will be delivering on Sunday. <laughs> if I am, like, hungover and, you know, whatever on Sunday, just please forgive me. Uh, <laughs> if I'm hungover you know, tomorrow, don't be surprised. Um, so we didn't say what we do. This is what's the maple tea, just in case anyone was wondering. Um, we talk about anything we want, apparently. Um, but Canada's Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race, Drag Race UK, Drag Race Netherlands, Drag Race Thailand, Drag Race Australia, Drag Race Espanol. Drag Race the World. Drag Drag Race the World. Um, And everything we want to talk about. Kingston drag. We are Kingston drag queens. Exactly. Exactly. Could be politics. Could be like, hey, you know, what's up with lockdown 3.0? See, my thing about veganism is like, you can be vegan, but if you swallow, you're really not vegan. Maybe it's something to do with those bees. I uh, who knows? Who knows? Oh my god! What are you drinking there anyway? Um, I am drinking a uh, a fruit punch sour from Daft Brewing Company. Um, they were who I was supposed to be having an event with next week. So uh, you were next you were week. Going to ha- Girl, she's been holding out on us. She's been holding out on everyone here. You were I can only announce through? things when I'm told to announce them. That's that's how the life works. That's how the job <laughs> works. Speaking of announcing things, uh, because we kind of have to add a disclaimer to this now that we have a lockdown in April. Um, Tiffany Morgan and I recorded an interview with a very special guest. Uh, the one and only bitch on arrival... Boa, Boa, who was supposed to be coming to Kingston on April 24th, will now not be coming to Kingston on April 24th. Hopefully will be rescheduled to be confirmed. However, we still have an interview with Boa that we will be posting to our podcast sites, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or you can go to themapletea.ca and find out all the information, and that should be up sometime next week. 
Yep, the mapletea.ca. You know, go there and then you can get the links to everywhere else, you know. Exactly. Um, definitely go there. Go there. Go there. Mapletea.ca. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was great. Like, it was really, really great to connect with Boa. And I I, I would love to share that uh, that interview. She was so funny. She was so funny. I loved it. And, uh, you know, hopefully our new little opening will be... Uh, available. I know. So no, Tiffany not, has a new opening. Pressure. Someone no, no tore pressure. her a new hole. Um, <laughs> we we have a new opening music to our uh, our podcast that will be S- premiering soon, soon. So no more O Canada for all of y'all. Brand new customized opening music. We're hitting the, the big spunk. time. Big time. It's big time. Down, down, down. I love the disco beats. It's going to be great. You're all going to love it. If you don't love it, don't tell us. Yeah. (laughs) Just keep it to yourselves. Keep it to yourself, just like you did your sexuality for 18 years. I I don't sing in it, so it's, you know, there you go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know it's high caliber then. Uh, okay, so to this week we're here to talk about the most recent episode of Drag Race 13, The Nice Girls Roast. I took um, notes. So you and I have some experience in roasts now, oh, don't God. we? Well, I have, well. <laughs> I mean, Tiffany just has experience spinning on a spit. Uh, I didn't realize those videos and photos were released. I had no idea. Uh, <laughs> so I, for my 40th birthday, you, you threw a roast. Um, mm-hmm. I think you, ho- did you host it? I you did. I hosted it, right? the roast. I was really, really, really drunk. You I were passed out on the couch. Um, bit, she yeah. does not remember any of it, which is a good thing because it fizzled. <laughs> I will say, though, that I, as the host, did not actually take part in the roast and therefore do not take any of the blame for it going. Well, when I was watching this on RuPaul's Drag Race season 13, uh, episode 13, 13, 13, when I was watching it, I I was flashbacks were coming. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I was surprised, though, when when I. When you, I think, announced that we were doing a roast, there were people coming out of the woodworks wanting to like participate. It was it was really crazy how people really wanted to to try their hand at roasting people. People hate you, <laughs> and they wanted they wanted to share it in a respectful environment. <laughs> exactly, that's what a roast is—a respectful environment, or so this episode led us to believe. You know, there there were a few roasts. Well, one roaster in particular, where things were just like painful. Mm, we'll get to that, but I disagree. Mm. I don't think that it was as inappropriate as they said it was. Well, it depends on your definition of what inappropriate is. Like, you know, inappropriate on the legal term, or inappropriate just whatever. You know, this is true. Um, Anyways, so episode number twelve, the nice girls roast. Uh, I thought it was 13. Was it 13? Oh, Eh, it doesn't matter. Um, It was an episode called The Nice Girl's Roast. So what was the mini challenge this week, girl? 
Uh, <laughs> they were people doing people's makeups. And oh, it was yes. funny. It, it was funny. It was funny. They had to uh, pair up and one person was the arms, the other person was the face, and they had to test out the new Anastasia Beverly Hills palette. Speaking of Anastasia Beverly Hills palette, someone just gave me a present. Oh. Someone That's gave my... me a present, and I'm so excited. I got the Alyssa Edwards Anastasia Beverly Hills palette. Ooh. Oh, dear God. Including such colors as back rolls and based. Are these catch terms for her? Why do you host a drag podcast again? <laughs> I'm just, I am that voice for those who have never watched RuPaul's Drag Race who want to listen to our podcast. There we go. Right. That's, That's what right. I'm here for. Yes, yes. Uh, those are catch oh. terms for Alyssa Edwards, who was on both season five and All Stars 2. Um, oh, Alyssa, that Texan, that Texan. One, yes, yeah. the Texan, the dancing diva. Um, so anyways, they had to do a makeup tutorial for Instagram selfies. And it was brilliantly hilarious and silly, and I loved it. Did you believe in the winners, though? I did. I thought that Rosé probably did the best tutorial, but was also really funny at the same time. And kept kind of that straight face the entire time, which I thought was really interesting. Whereas the other two groups kind of gave in to the, uh, the ridiculousness of it a little too much. Which I thought was the whole purpose of it. So, because uh, I, I was like, got Mick and, uh, and uh, oh, whatever her name is. It was Utica's arms Utica. behind got Mick looked crazy. Crazy. It was like Muppets. <laughs> Muppets. So it I was, was, it like was episode aliens. 12. It was episode yeah. yeah, Aliens. It was episode 12. That's right. Sorry. I'm if sorry. I turn my head, my ears sparkle. Look at that. It's a disco. Disco. It's because I have the sun blaring in right here. Oh. You've, you've, been, you've been shamed into the art room, have you? I have. I've been shamed into the art room. No one um, puts baby in the art room. Well, I mean, I've kind of taken over the art room with all the drag, so now it's the drag room. <laughs> and I want but more. I want more. More, more. She wants to take over the world. Like, what's I do. Oh I do God. want to take over the world. So. Anywho, um, so the maxi challenge this week. After this mini challenge, Rosé and Candy were announced as the winners, and they had to decide for the maxi challenge the order of the roasters. So how do you feel about their decisions um, to go first and last in the roast? I thought it was great. Uh, uh, they, it was, <laughs> you, you kind of wonder if, there has to be some sort of conversation between uh, Drag Race UK and this Drag Race, right? Because in Drag Race UK, in a similar challenge, um, Ellie Diamond, like, stacked it in her favor. But these two, instead of stacking it in their favor, they kind of stacked it as a great show. Start off with a good one, end with a good one sort of situation, right? 
um, which was kind of like it was it was nice and but it did confuse me a little bit that like you know this is a competition girls so I I would like to say that I so season 13 was filmed in June and All Stars was filmed in March and October so unless the producers are the same I don't think they're planning it um, however uh, Candy and Rosé chose the positions they did because they wanted to highlight themselves which I think is smart because going first and going last are the two most important positions in the roast and they both felt like they wanted to be able to highlight their comedy because they both felt confident. Whereas in the UK roast, um, Ellie Diamond did not want to go first, did not want to go last. She wanted to get stuck in the middle somewhere because she was trying to hide because she did not feel confident in her comedy abilities and was trying to screw over other people. So I think we have two very different situations. Okay. Anyways, that's my scientific analysis. Yeah, yeah, I sound I sound a little confused with that. So in Drag Race UK, uh, Lawrence Cheney was like livid that they didn't put the two best ones at the front and the end, right? Because that's how, um, you know, mm-hmm. that would give a good show, right? That you start with a good laugh, you end with a good laugh, and you forget what all the bad stuff in the middle. <laughs> sort of. But thing. making a the good bookends. show doesn't necessarily highlight. Like if you're trying to do well in it and you're not confident in your comedy, then you don't want to make the people who are good at comedy be better. Well, they, they knew they were good. They knew both of them were great. Like, they were mm-hmm. excellent. They knew they were going to be in the top, so they could have put themselves anywhere that they wanted to. Anyway. Anyway, hmm. so the order of the roasters were Candy. Uh, I don't know. Simone. <laughs> Okay, I was going to say Candy, Simone, Utica, mm-hmm. followed by Olivia and Rosé. No, followed by Gottmik, Olivia, and Rosé. Gottmik, Olivia, Rosé. So, they had to roast previous miscongenialities from seasons past, including yes. Valentina, Nina West, who I love, and Heidi in Closet. Yep, the current so, reigning one. Why do you feel like they skipped season 10's miscongeniality? Who the hell was season 10's miscongeniality? Monet Exchange. Was she even in the West Coast? Where is Monet? Uh, well, Monet's generally in New York. Yeah, that's, I think that's the reason why. <laughs> <laughs> it's whoever was closest. <laughs> and passed well, all the, of the girls test. who All of the girls who went on stage to be roast, roasted had to quarantine for two weeks prior to going on the show. So I hope they got paid some big bucks. Well, uh, well, they also roasted them, like, you know, did some roasting as well. Um, they did. They did. And I actually, um, I, I kind of wish that they would release the full roast. So all of the jokes that everyone said, so that we can really appreciate how funny some of these people actually are. Because I'm sure that Candy had a bunch more jokes. I'm sure that Rosé had a bunch more jokes. And they only told us one joke for each of Heidi, Nina, and Valentina. But in Valentina's case, it's probably because she's not funny. Oh my god. (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. Who won this challenge? Anyway, I'm trying to remember who won in the end. Uh, this challenge was a win for Candy Muse. And I think I predicted that. I think I predicted that last episode of What's the Maple Tea? I think you did. I think you did. I would like to say, um, for my own sake, that I predicted that Simone would do poorly and that Utica would go home. And, uh... And surprise, surprise! Surprise, surprise! Simone did poorly and Utica went home. I'm, I'm starting Utica. to think I know who the top three are. <laughs> Do you think maybe it's who we've been predicting this entire time? Do you think maybe it's Simone and Got Mick and Rosé? I was going to say Candy Muse, uh, Rosé and Got Mick. So not Simone. I, I'm starting to wonder if Simone's going to make it to the top three, but... Uh, so the yeah. next challenge is an acting challenge. And I feel like they've made it an acting challenge in order to send Olivia home, because Olivia has not done well in any of the previous acting challenges. And then we'll have our top four, and then it comes down to lip syncing. And we know Simone can lip sync. We know Rosé can lip sync. We know that Candy can lip sync-ish. And Got Mick can kind of lip sync. So I think that the top three probably isn't determined at this point, but I would bet more likely that Got Mick will go home instead of Simone. Not Simone instead of Got Mick. Okay. If Candy's in the top three. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, I, it could be anything, but we I think we both know who at least the top four are, and we both yeah. know that this week's episode will be the elimination of... <laughs> Poor Olivia. All Poor she Olivia. did wrong was be too nice. Well, she was trying to camp. So in her um, uh, roast, she was mm-hmm. trying to make it campy. She was trying to make her niceness campy and to kind of like use it as like little jabs sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm nice. Oh, is it? A, like, and then jab you sort of thing. Do you um, want to go through all the roasters in turn? It was it was a poor delivery. We started with Olivia. Let's. <laughs> so Olivia, the fifth roaster, um, tried to be really nice. And what I think she should have done was be really, uh, like, smart and cute and nice and then, like, sink into, like, a low, like, hateful voice and then say something really hateful and then be all nice and charming again because that would have been funny doing those switches, kind of like Ellie Diamond did, but better. So kind of, kind of doing a whole, like, shift in in character and stuff. You'd be like, mm-hmm. smile, smile, and then... <laughs> You exactly. Know, like change of face, change of voice, sort of thing. Because um, some of her yeah. jokes were actually funny. I found Olivia funny. I just thought that her presentation was very one note. Uh, yeah, presentation. Well, at least what we saw, presentation was mm-hmm. one note. Some of the jokes, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think they were that funny. They obviously they didn't stick in my mind. These these liars. Right. Yeah. Um. Uh, other than other ones that have stuck in my head, but we'll get to those. Um, yeah, yeah. Olivia, I, I love you, girl, but I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry about this week. <laughs> sorry. There's, sorry. There's no doubt in my mind. So the first roaster was Candy Muse. Uh, she came out with a bang. She mm. read down 
every single person in that room and it was fantastic. Not a single joke didn't land. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just love those those one little one-liners, like, you know, uh, where, where she's like, I I, to, I asked RuPaul to act her age. She died. <laughs> like, I, I thought that was just hilarious. That was just hilarious. Mm-hmm. And she was Nina West being in Arena. Oh, wow. Well, there, there were so many reads about that, her big shoulder sort of thing. But the fact that she wrote that joke before seeing Nina's outfit... Because that outfit screamed arena anyway. Yes, it did. <laughs> or at least I, we assume that she wrote it before. We she assume. The we don't know. So Candy did a fantastic job. And unfortunately, Simone had to follow that up. Oh, Simone. Oh, she she was not in her element at all. She, she, she clearly felt awkward. She she was not mm-hmm. comfortable with this role. She's good with doing like little acting, little bop 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 sort of things, but this was out of sight. Just so that everyone listening tell. knows, uh Tiffany Morgan just attempted to dance in her chair. Bop 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 bop. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I'm not yeah. a dancer, I'm not a singer, but at least I'm What are you good at? She, she was not comfortable with that jokes. She she was reading the off cards. She tried to look eleganza and stuff, but anyway. I'd say that Simone's issue was that she tried to fall back into that um, I'm so like stunning and sensual kind of act that she does, and it doesn't work for the comedy timing. She had she had jokes. I don't know if they were funny because I couldn't like the timing was all off. But she tried to be like the, oh, ah, I'm the Ebony Enchantress, ah, um, and it just wasn't working. I, I think it could have worked if she remembered her jokes. <laughs> this, this is also true. Yeah. Just like in acting, remembering your lines, remembering your jokes, it's the most or important Or being able thing. to ad-lib. She obviously was not comfortable with ad-libbing or no. anything either, too. She was reading off those cards. Like, she would pause between jokes and be like, steady card. You know, situation. Um, so it was very anyway. obvious after that section that Simone was going to be in the bottom. And then Utica came on. And I'm going to personally say that although they made it to seem like Utica's jokes were very offensive, because some of them were a little mean versus being a roast, I was laughing the entire time because I thought it was hilarious just how ridiculous it was because she thought she was being funny and she was just being mean but it was funny because of that okay if that's your style of uh, comedy I I think that style comedy is very bespoke like a very small group of people who find it funny. Um, well, so I Utica was one of those. <laughs> yeah. So I went to uh, uh, a couple of years back now. Wow. A couple of years ago, I went to Winnipeg for work and I got to catch a Bianca Del Rio comedy show. Bianca Del Rio is a hate comic. So she specializes in the hurtful, 
mean, like outlandish jokes. Very similar to the kind of the type, maybe more well executed, but kind of similar to the type of joke that Utica was going for. Oh, Not okay. quite hitting, yeah. but the joke that Utica's going for. And when I say I found it funny, I found it situationally funny that Utica was unable to land the jokes and they made it seem like she was offending people, even though she probably wasn't because at most roasts, worse jokes than those are told. Uh, well, well, any anything that's on pay-per-view <laughs> is right? worse jokes than that. Right? Uh, yeah. Although my yeah, favorite I, my favorite line of the entire episode came in uh, Utica's roast, when uh, when she said that um, when she insulted Lonnie Love for yeah. her uh, her comedy career, and Lonnie Love was like, "You're the one who's bombing," and then just <laughs> broke out into the laughter. I screamed. It was amazing. No, I thought that was one of the funniest jokes. I do, I do remember that. And oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I went back and a, watched the roast just to watch that scene again. It was, it was nice. I, I think if we, if I'm going to step back from critiquing the, uh, the, the, the girls, um, mm-hmm. just the fact that the judges were really getting into it as well and participating in the roast as well they had to Lonnie Lonnie did that but RuPaul did a lot of other like stuff that you'd never really see RuPaul doing at all but it's because they didn't have a live audience they didn't have an audience there so the judges had to interact in order to give some sort of life to the roast so you're saying that if they had a paying audience, that RuPaul would have just said nothing and just sat back. She, like she, she would have responded with like actions and laughter like she usually does. But I think that we got more extreme, more real reactions from the judges because we didn't have that audience, which would break everything up with laughter. But the audience are, I, I think if you're having a studio audience, like in that setting, they would not feel comfortable of heckling the, the people on the stage. Like, no, I, I, no. I'm just saying the judges being getting involved and in actually res, like responding to that stuff. Like I, I, I haven't noticed before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I kind of appreciated that. I, it definitely made for a better roast, yeah. especially so during some of the ones that bombed. I would say, though, that this, the cutting of this episode kind of makes Utica sound like she's, like, space cadet out there sort of thing. But, like, you know, they're, they're like, oh, girl, you, you're in danger. You, you don't really realize how, like, you know, you're not yes. on this earth. But that's the great thing about Utica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say that Utica had one very good joke where she asked RuPaul to stand up. Because it is well known, but never seen, that RuPaul has like slippers and pajamas and blankets underneath that uh, that booth that she's sitting at. Um, because she doesn't, it's never seen. She doesn't need to be seen. So she has all this stuff down there. Okay, that's, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay, okay, so the so next she's, step. She's freezing here, and then she's warm yeah. down here. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, next one. The next up was Got, Got Mick. Mick. 
Definitely the uh, surprise of the night, for sure. And I think we both said that, too, right? We mm-hmm. both said, like, you know, at the beginning, you think that it's, it's not going to happen, mm-hmm. but delivered well. Delivered very well. And we've seen in previous episodes that Mick has comedy timing. And I think that really came through. Um, Mick definitely would have a come through. Um, Mick definitely would have a career in like everything. 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 Mick can do <laughs> everything. Everything. Not everything quite dance. you could do, can't I dance. could do better. Mick can't <laughs> dance. Oh, Mick can't dance. Oh, well, no, you know, just not really. little tap lessons here and there. There we go. She can figure it out. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. But, like, that one delivered it so well. Did She wasn't really reading off cards. Was she reading off cards either? She had cards, but she wasn't reading off the cards. Okay. She was just using them for cues and stuff. So that Exactly. It was Got Mick, right, who said, I really love all your famous hit song. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that and uh, saying that Ross Matthews comes when the pizza boy arrives in a porno. See that? <laughs> oh, in a porno. I didn't realize that part. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think just a little bit of dirty thrown into mm-hmm. a roast is really appropriate. Oh, yeah. Uh, just not like the full on like you know, sailor's mouth sort of situation. Right. So Mick did fantastic. Definitely in the top. Um, Not, I mean, not quite up to Candy and Rosé, but very well. Um, So next up was Olivia, who we already talked about. And then closing out the show was Rosé. Rosé was flawless. Just easy. It just felt easy. Uh, I totally did read off any cards. I don't even think brought any cards up. Nope, didn't bring the cards. Didn't bring the cards. And had my second favorite joke of the night, which was, we have a lot of things in common. One of us is a recording artist, and one of us is a singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good liner. That was a good liner. I I love that joke because... It was not just a, it was a, like, it was a buildup, because it it was like three, three notes, right? The, uh, the beginning, middle, and then end. I kind of like those kind of jokes too. Not just quick, easy kind of jabs, like, you know, Jurassic Park, RuPaul. (laughs) (laughs) So it, 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 that was good. I think that, I think because of that decision to do those kind of build-up sort of things, like a roast. I think mm-hmm. that's probably why she got into the bottom, because Candy was just throwing the throwing the, the, the jokes You mean, at. not in the bottom, you mean didn't win. I'm sorry, did I say bottom? I meant you said didn't bottom. win. Rosé was definitely in the top. Yeah. Rose- <laughs> Although they made a note that Rosé was funnier in the rehearsal than in the actual roast, which is interesting because they didn't show her saying any of the jokes that she said during the rehearsal. So we don't actually know if she said them or not. We only see what they said, what they showed us. And that kind of leads us into the conversation of like, yeah, we, we already know who the winners are and stuff. It's not really about these individual weekly competitions that no. we already, 
you know, the producers have already decided um, who's winning. They know who's going to be in the top. They have decided who's going to be in the top. And they are jimmying their way up there. And I, I like, I, I totally see Candy in there. Like, uh, you mm-hmm. know, Simone, Simonier might be there too. Got Mick and Rose. So, um, yeah. Yeah. But this is the this is the season like I've heard um some people uh critiquing that this is the season that feels like it's never ending. We're almost there. We're at the top five this week, and in theory there's only so this is episode thirteen. There are three more episodes after this. Wow. I don't know how there are three more episodes, but there are three more episodes after this. Okay, yeah, so this week is season is episode thirteen. Henny, I shrunk the drag queens again, like yep. your acting challenge, like you said. Mm-hmm. And then we have the top four, and then we'll probably have the reunion, and then we'll have the finale. Okay, because in UK they did the reunion and finale all in one. Yes. So the only show that they do. Um, the finale separate from the reunion is regular Drag Race. Every other one has the finale at the same time. Okay. Or in the same, in the finale, the finale episode, like they, that's where they announce versus the other ones. So are all these people, like people who've been uh, chopped, have they just been sitting in a hotel room near an airport somewhere the, this entire time? Um, so there's some, there's, they stay for a few days, unless there's a twist in which they might need to be called back, in which case they stay longer. Um, but so they stay for a few days after being sent home in order to film those confessionals. Ah, yeah. Cause I, I was always confused with the confessionals while they always had the same outfit. Well, the so they film the confessionals at the end of every week. So like every, every two or three days is like a filming week. And then they do the confessionals at the end of the day or the next day following the filming week. Um, and sometimes the girls have to stay a little bit longer after being eliminated to do more confessionals. And sometimes they even get called back to do more confessionals. In the case of Kamora Hall, because in the early episodes in her confessionals, you actually see... She has eyebrows in some of them, and she doesn't have eyebrows in other ones. Yeah, okay. So it's just continuity that they dress the same and have the same makeup and stuff? Exactly. Oh, I did not know that. Because I was getting very confused. I was like, I thought they filmed these every, every week for each one of the artists. But wait, what? Well, they do. They film it. They film it each week, but they also film it after, and they'll get new bites afterwards. And they'll be like, "Oh, well, we didn't get something for this, so we need to ask you about this later." Okay. Okay. Lucas, yeah, this season is overly produced. (laughs) I will say though, it's still entertaining. I'm still enjoying it, even though I know who's going to be in the finale. And you never know; they might throw a twist our way. Well, the only joy I'm getting out of this is being able to talk to you each week. Aw, thank you. I wish I could say the same. 
Oh, there we go. And I asked her, and I asked her to act her age, so she died. Are <laughs> you? Uh, I'm liking the laughs. I'm liking the laughs that uh, each episode sort yeah. of situation. And I do um, like people say like even I have said that this season has gone on too long, but I actually have really enjoyed getting to know the queens just a little bit better because. I, I mean, Kamora, I do agree that you deserve to go home first, but it was nice to see you for two episodes before that. Yeah. She gave us good right entertainment outfit. with that uh, not having her face done. Yeah. What? What? What are we talking do you remember? about? Do you remember the original runway on her second episode where... They, uh, they gave us that fake out where they thought that she wasn't going to make it to the runway because she yeah. didn't have her makeup yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. She gave us a good moment. Oh, okay, okay. I, I thought you were saying that she came out without a face on. She had a face on. Mm. It just took her, like, you know, three hours to put it on. Yes. And she also gave us, you're rooting for us. Oh, my God. That was terrible. That was terrible. And that was the episode with... Uh, Jake and, uh, Jake and baby, baby, sugar. Junior bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> Junior bacon cheeseburger. What's his? So. Jeffrey yeah, Boyer Chapman. Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. Thank you. Thank you. So let's take five minutes and kind of talk about what's going on with like Canada drag race world. I mean. I'm changing the topic. I'm changing. Let's okay. stop talking about this boring topic. I, so oh, do we want to talk about who we think is in the, well, we don't need to do predictions. We already did it. We know. We know. We know. We know. We so. Know. Canada's Drag Race is currently doing psych and medical assessments, apparently. This is oh, what I, I hear. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. So they have sent out, they're like, we want you on the shows. Those queens have been notified. And they're doing like their, their background checks and all that stuff to make sure they don't get any sherry pies. Oh. Okay. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. And then after right. those are all done, what they'll do is they'll send out the, like, the offer. So the offer is like, you are on the season. Oh, you okay. have five weeks to get ready or four weeks to get ready or whatever it is. I think Priyanka okay, so told they're, us they're it still, was one month. They're in interviews then, you're saying. They're in, in the interview process. They're in the final interview. So they've already done their second videos. They've already been like the short list of queens is chosen and they're just doing those final little things. All right. And you said psych evaluation. Are they actually doing psych evaluations? Yeah, they do psych evaluations. <laughs> Are they doing like lie detector tests? <laughs> have you have you done anything with a boy? No, no, no. I have not. Okay. Okay. Anything. So I have had a psych evaluation before. Um, really? Or, I yeah. would never have guessed. You crazy I know. bitch. <laughs> I know. For a job where I had to work with the military, they had to do a psych evaluation. And wow. to make okay. sure that I was like, I wasn't going to freak out when I saw and learned certain things and everything. So they did a psych evaluation. And I think that's kind of what it is. It's, are you, are you capable enough to handle the stress of this for a month? Do you believe in the Illuminati? Yes. Okay. Do you, <laughs> do you believe in you know, the second coming? Yeah. Here's a question. I don't know the answer to this. I don't know the answer. I really want everyone's musings. I want like a vote. 
do you think that they use things from their psych evaluations <laughs> in the filming of the show? Absolutely. Absolutely. If you say that you have a fear of bunnies, there's going to be an episode with bunnies. I definitely. I feel like this has to be a thing. I need I need the audience to sound off though. I mean, if you're if you're listening later, send us an email um but, or message us on uh social media, the Maple Tea on Facebook, but like I want to know your thoughts. Yeah. I want to know. Yeah. Now, what what's up with like Suddenly, you were seeing a whole bunch of releases of things. Like, so Priyanka had her um, cover song released. Um, what's her name? Queen of the North there. Brooklyn Heights. Brooklyn Heights did a song. A, a song with uh, Priyanka in it. Like, all this mm-hmm. is getting released while... You know, it, 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 I think it's just a build-up to Canada's Drag Race, really, I think it's right? just a build-up. They're building up. But Canada's Drag Race is not going to be airing for at least another six months. They haven't even started filming yet. Well, filming takes, what, like a month or something like that? And then filming takes a month. Another month? Filming it takes a month. Quick. Production <laughs> production is more than a month, but Sure. When, when did they air it uh, in previous years? Do you think it'll be like September that they'll well, air? So or? last Canada's Drag Race filmed in November. <laughs> so October 31st to November 30th. And then it aired in June. So seven months later. Yeah, but COVID's changed everything. Well, I, I don't know. I feel like COVID would slow things, not speed things up. So currently we're in a monthly lockdown they're not going to start filming right now they won't be allowed well i'm just saying that people because of the covid and stuff people are in there's high demand for new stuff like huge high demand especially for online streaming because this is on crave tv right mm-hmm. that there might be added pressure to get something done and done and get it onto the tubes well um, here's my uh, here's my opinion for bell media and blue ant media and crave Please don't rush it. Take your time. Make it good. Make it good. I want more seasons so that I can be on it. Yeah, yeah. Film two seasons in one year. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Just send out another application <laughs> pool. I promise my drag is better than it was a month ago. I have yeah. better bunny ears. Well, we, we, we talked to Boa and hopefully like we've learned some tips or something like that. Um, I don't think she really gave us any of the tips. She did not that. give us any helpful information, no. <laughs> but for all of that and more, go to themapletea.ca to find yeah. our Boa interview. It will be online next week. Next week. As soon as we get our brand new intro. Well, if you're listening to this right now, well, hey, well, anyway, if you're listening to this, check back onto the website. Check back on the website. We may be there already. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And keep in mind, when you listen to it, we reference the April show. The April show will be postponed to another date. I love how I love how you're saying that the April show is postponed before the event organizers have told us that it's postponed. (laughs) I mean... I'm sure they'll tell us. Usually they watch this. 
Ian, <laughs> where are you? I, I'm like, you don't know. You don't know. Maybe they're going to take it online. Maybe it'll be, you know, private members club in my basement. I don't know. Ooh, members only you know? party. Members only party. There we go. Mm. What's the password? Power. Drag race. <laughs> so for everyone out there, you have been listening to What's the Maple Tea? What's the Maple Tea? You can follow us on Facebook. You can go to our website, themapletea.ca, or you can follow each of us on our Instagrams, Facebooks, or Twitters, Rowena Way and Tiffany Morgan. Yeah, T-Y-F-F-A-N-I-E. There we go. All right, sweet peas. Bye. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Stay safe. Uh, have friend, uh, fun with friends and family. And You, you, you know. can't do that. You can't have fun with friends and family. Well, I didn't say in person. I said, oh. like, you know, yeah, give, give a virtual hug, connect on the Zooms, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, uh, and I have a 10-foot pole that uh, we can use uh, for later. Perfect. <laughs> for passing wine across the porch. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There we go. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Buy my merch. Buy my... (laughs) Cut off. Cut off.